Hi, this is Paula. And I'm Joseph, and you're listening to Life Lived Better. Welcome back. Hey there, everyone. Another episode, another week. Another week. They're flying by. It's crazy. I know. We're going to be into the summer very soon. This weather's been so beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful outside. I love the time of the year. We don't get to experience it much in Texas, unfortunately, the spring and the fall, just when it's pleasant out. Mm-hmm. You have any big summertime plans? Um, No, not at this point. We're obviously would love to take a trip. We'd love to get our camper out some. Um, that's definitely a goal because we just don't seem to get out as much as I would like. So we'll probably hit up some spots around here over the summer. What about you? Yeah, we're doing a little, um, you know, like we always do a big project in the summer. We're going to work on our garage this summer. My sweet husband has so graciously allowed me to plan out how we're going to map out the garage to store all my articles that I thrift and resell because it is overwhelming my personal space we're gonna build us some places to put that and we are also planning a family like an entire family siblings their families their families big trip somewhere probably down south we nice. try, try to do that every summer it's kind of a almost like a little family reunion it's pretty neat to get together with them all once in a while it's awesome yes we did that over easter weekend we had uh went to my dad's and had uh my cousins and their families and ended up having I don't know 25 or 30 people there a couple of days just eating and having fun chatting and catching up and Mm -hmm. just just a really nice time that's neat that's yeah we took my son's fiance to back you know back home to meet everyone over easter Oh, nice. And she still wants to marry him. So oh, bonus. I guess we didn't scare her off too bad. <laughs> it's been it's been nice though. We we sat for a while with my sister-in-law, who seems to be like the keeper of the archives. And she had all the addresses and stuff that we'll be needing for, you know, invitations and showers and all those things that will be coming up before the wedding. And uh, we were going through everyone. And it was sad to me though to see how many people are no longer with us, Mm -hmm. which kind of just strengthens my thought on how short life is. The reason it's so important for me to do the things that I want to do, love the people that I love and not focus time and energy on the silly small things. Definitely a goal. And uh, so what do we have on tap today? So today we're going to be talking about networking and the importance of networking and some ways that you can improve your networking game. I love networking. I I love that. And I know that networking is a lot about, you know, profession, but I think you can develop social support networks as well. So it certainly won't only pertain to how you can grow your career. Absolutely. If you need, you know, if you need a service, like that's one of the first things I do is reach out on Facebook or to friends and say, hey, have you, do you have a good contractor or good roofer or, you know, anybody that you can recommend? So, you know, that's a great way to network um, in our personal lives. Absolutely. 
And as we always do, we define what networking is and networking is seeking and connecting with other people in your industry, in, in your related field, in, in relation to whatever brings you together. And it's a, you know, the goal is to develop and maintain the relationships for support, for jobs, for opportunities, for updates in the profession. And it is uh, definitely an investment in your career. I, I definitely speak to students, you know, every day about networking. It, it takes time. It takes motivation. It takes a little risk because you have to go up to people or, you know, communicate with people that you don't know yet but it is essential. I don't really know how you can grow your career without some connections. And that's kind of where opportunities come from. I know like in our field, most jobs come from just word of mouth and also from networking, you're going to see, you're going to get information. You're going to, you know, like one thing that I really focus on for clients is resources, um, referrals and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I've gathered a lot over the years. So anytime I get the chance to kind of share that or to get new resources, all of that generally comes through networking and meeting people. Yeah. Um, so sharing that type of information, um, sharing advice and opportunities, uh, it's just a good way to kind of get yourself out there and get your, you know, get, get yourself known, n learn about other people and other resources and help just kind of grow overall. Exactly. I don't remember the last job I applied for. You know, I mean, obviously when you get a job, you have to fill out paperwork or, you know, some kind of something in a system, but I, I, I just don't remember. Uh, it, it has been two decades probably since I sought out a job. Mm -hmm. Typically I get jobs because people call me up or somebody calls me up to tell me about a position they think that I would be good for. Just, you know, there are so many professions like it where jobs don't, aren't in, you know, the newspaper or on a search engine. They are word of mouth and people just call up people they know or people that they think might know someone that would be good for the position. And if you don't have some kind of network, you're kind of, you'll be out of luck. Mm -hmm. In our profession also, you know, our, our licensure requirements change from time to time. And very seldom do I find that out because I get a letter from our licensure. Right. You know, I found out about the most recent, um, you know, continuing education we had to add to our license renewal. And like the last time I relicensed was the first time we had to have it. I had no idea. Someone at a either. meeting mentioned, I was yeah. like, what? We have to have what? When did that happen? Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like I stay my, keep my ear to the ground on those kind of things, but it was just a mention in a meeting. I was like, uh, can you tell me more <laughs> and right. where am I supposed to get that? So I, I really feel sorry for people who don't have others to, you know, share that information. Yeah. I'm thankful that I got that information from you because I had no idea either. I had not heard anything. You'd think they would send something You'd think. saying, <laughs> you know, Hey, heads up. But yeah. I think they wait until you send in your license. And then when you don't have it, they mm -hmm. are like, uh, by the way, they do have a, a reputation of being a bit punitive. So mm -hmm. that's, as soon as I found out, I told as many people as I knew, because I yeah. thought if I hadn't heard it, I, I'm sure others hadn't either. Yeah. So what are some benefits of networking in your opinion? 
Well, I think similar to what we've been talking about, you know, knowledge and ideas. We're not interacting with other people. It's hard to know anything beyond what we already know. You know, I know everything I know, but I need to know what you know in order to grow. So networking is a great way to just sit and talk and share things, you know, things that I've learned in my job might benefit you on your job and just ideas. It's a great place to just hear new stuff. Mm -hmm. And obviously we've talked about job opportunities. So the importance of kind of knowing other professionals in your field for those opportunities as they come up. Um, also being able to give those opportunities to others, you know, right. in the field, mm-hmm. um, potential referrals and and introductions to, you know, different facilities and hiring managers and, and things like that. Yeah, there are so many new places popping up every day and, you know, knowing where those places are and what they offer. I know for us, it helps us know what resources we can give to our clients. Mm hmm. And I also turn to my network for advice and support. You know, sometimes I face situations in my career or just in my job that I need to talk about it with somebody. And I want advice from people and I can talk to friends or family, but only people that work in my profession can really understand some of Mm -hmm. the kind of challenges that are unique to the kind of work we do. And so I think it's valuable to get information from people that know where you are and what you're doing. Right. I think it's important too, to remember that you're not going to build your network in a day. Like this isn't something that just happens quickly. It's something that happens over time, um, developing, you know, throughout your career and just the more time that you invest in it, the more reward you're going to see. Um, some things that you should include in your networking basically people relevant to your career, you know, folks that are in your industry, um, people that you can trust that are going to give you consistent and reliable resources mm-hmm. and um, people that are in a good place and are going to be honest with you about opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. People that are in the know. Quality, and not quantity. Exactly. I would rather have a few good resources than a bunch of not so good resources. Absolutely. It's, um, and, and I love the point you made about it not taking a day and you have to build it and develop it because you, you can't just turn to people when you need something. It's, mm-hmm. it's a relationship, you know, networking is a relationship with a lot of people. Right. And that's so a good we, point. Yeah, that's it, it. You know, when we need things, it's not the time to turn to people. They're probably not going to be as willing to help us, but people we have developed a relationship with, sure, they'll want to help us. Mm-hmm. Now we have a few get started kind of uh, tips to talk about here. And the first is think about your goals, you know, before you start anything, I think it's important to think of what you want. What do you hope to accomplish with these connections that will probably give you a, an idea of which direction to go? Absolutely. And in your goal process, probably, you know, creating your, your elevator pitch, if you will, a 30 to 60 second speech kind of highlighting what your strengths are, what your background is and, you know, what makes you good at your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of that, hi, my name is, and, and you tell them some, some stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're not in the market for a job right now, then it might sound a little different than if you're looking for a job. All right. 
And I think it's important to reach out to the connections you already have, you know, cultivate the connections you have, grow the ones that are already there. Ask somebody, ask them to meet in person, ask them to go have dinner, have coffee, talk about what you're wanting in your profession, ask them for guidance, for resources, for advice, and also ask them to put you in touch with other people to continue Mm -hmm. to help you grow your network. And this is one that I think you practice quite a bit and encouraged me to practice and I wasn't very good at it, but joining (laughs) local and national organizations. So just kind of looking into, you know, local professional associations that you can be involved in. Um, I know like in our profession, there are a number of different um, organizations and one of them here meets, was it monthly, Monthly. once a month Mm -hmm. and you get a free CEU and Mm -hmm. Um, I just went to one of those and met some really cool people, got some great information about, you know, some treatment facilities that I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's always going to be things like that in your field that are going to be available. Most likely you just have to kind of seek them out. Yeah. And, and almost all of them have like a conference or a, mm-hmm. a an event or a newsletter or something you can sign up for. I tell my students like create an email address just for this because you will get so much information once you get on some of these mailing lists that it will overwhelm <laughs> an email list, but you will always be in the loop when you get that. And you can, and some of them are like associations that you can actually pay and become a member of. And I, my opinion about membership in your, in your professional association, I feel like it's an obligation because they are usually the organization that advocates for the best for your uh, profession. Mm-hmm. And I'm not always able to advocate personally, but knowing other people are advocating for me, I think that's worth my investment. Yeah. And, and if you happen to have gone to college, most colleges have some sort of an alumni organization that you can connect with. I know yeah. as my son's been looking at law schools, we've been looking at like which of these law schools have these big alumni organizations. Like Penn State is one of the ones who've offered him. And they have like the second largest alumni association in the United States. That will matter for in the future for jobs. Mm-hmm. Some people will hire you just because you're an alumni of a certain college. Weird, but it's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Also use social media. I don't think sometimes we might think about that, but connect with other people that are in your industry and social media on social media. If you don't already have a LinkedIn profile, set one up. You can message other people that are in your profession. You can tell them who you are, why you hope to connect with them, and then comment on posts, maintain professional conversation. I think on social media, it is so important to know everybody can see this and so can people in the profession. So, you know, stay professional on there. I know in our industry, and actually I'm involved in one of the organizations that helps set up one of the only virtual communities of practice for our industry. We have it on Facebook. It's a group and it's got a, a three or 4,000 members. And it's a wonderful place to turn to if I just have a question or need a resource, I need to make a referral or just need something I don't know where to turn. It's great to know 24 hours a day, I can go online and do that on social media. Mm. It's the key to everything, social media. Isn't it though? And it's <laughs> the key to all the good and the bad. Right. 
So the next one kind of ties into what, what we were talking about as far as, you know, events and, and clubs, things like that, but just making sure most industries have events and have conferences and luncheons and things like that, but just getting involved in those professional events and making sure that you're getting your name out there and, you know, getting some new skills, strengthening overall, just your network. It's nice to get out of the office and go chit chat with people. Ask people that are in your network to look at your resume or look at something you're involved in doing, get the feedback. Of course, the folks can help with job leads, advice, guidance, any other kind of connections that you're looking for. And reciprocate, you mm. know, give, mm. give back. Don't just take, 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 yeah. <laughs> give back. Mm. Um, and you know, if you know about job opportunities, reach out to individuals. If you have the ability to offer opportunities, you know, reach out to individuals, you know, offer to speak. And, you know, if there's a topic that you're an expert on, offer to, you know, speak at an industry event or, you know, offer some kind of professional, um, engagement in that way. I know I'm, I'm a committee member in one of our professional associations and what we are doing is make creating a mentor program in our profession because one doesn't exist officially. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes when you're new in our profession, you can feel lost and overwhelmed and not even know where to turn. You kind of just rely on the first job you get to inform you of everything. So we're trying to create a, a way for people going right, coming right into the profession to connect with some of us old people that have been around for a long time that can give them what we didn't have. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm hoping that it'll, it'll really do well. I'm sure it will. Cause there's a need. Mm -hmm. And if you, if something doesn't exist in your profession that you need, consider creating it. If you have the need for it, there are probably a lot of other people that do need it as well. I know once when I was working as a executive director in a treatment center, I didn't have a lot of peers, you know, in that program, I was the only one in that position. And so I reached out to some other executive directors and program managers and said, Hey, can we get together once a month? Because I, I don't have a peer group in, in my job and I need one. We actually decided to have someone run it and we paid him to professionally run it. And it was acted sort of like supervision, but it was also a place we could uh, vent <laughs> and get feedback on how to handle certain professional situations. Mm. And boy, were there a lot of, a lot of them I needed handling. <laughs> I think um, another thing is just making sure that you're, you're dedicating, you know, time to networking, you know, make it part of your routine, something you can do is set aside specific time um, on your on your schedule throughout the week to, you know, dedicate an hour to just kind of reaching out, sending some emails, doing a little bit of research helps keep you accountable, helps ensure consistency. And it's just a good way to kind of, again, build that network. So many of the things we've talked about, so many times we've talked on our episodes about when something's important, put it on your calendar, make it a priority. And there are some best practices for networking. One of them is to give more than you take. You know, think of the long-term relationship rather than what's to be gained in the short term and be willing to give others as much as you're asking for you know you're hoping for something out of networking be willing to give the same amount 
You know, you need people you trust in your network and you need to be someone who can be trusted. So, and lift other people up, you know, provide people who are new in the profession, either the same opportunities you were given when you got into the profession, or maybe you weren't given those opportunities. So give, give them to people because you can remember you needed them when you were young in the profession. Mm-hmm. Another one is horizontal networking. So networking with people that are in the same position as we are. Um, so you have peers to talk through challenges and, you know, that 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 can be very beneficial in helping you kind of make a decision. It can be helpful in, in your overall morale in the position. Most people aren't going to stay in the same position throughout their entire career. So you may be talking to someone that's in the same position as you that may be your boss down the line or maybe, you know, someone who has an opportunity for you down the line. So just maintaining those relationships and the ability to kind of keep those doors open for the future. Yeah, I think sometimes we just think about looking at for the people who are above us Mm -hmm. and what they can do for us rather than our peers and even those that, um, you know, like earlier we talked about you know the mentor role people who are in positions that are younger than us and and keep your connection strong don't only focus on getting your network bigger but nurture the people that are already there reach out to people on a regular basis whatever tool works for you that if that's your calendar some alert on your computer or your phone or creating a spreadsheet that you look at once a week make yourself some reminders to text someone to email someone check in on people, see how they're doing. Don't just reach out to others whenever you're looking for a favor. Very, very important, I think. I think this is all really good good information, good points. And I can tell you personally, you know, for me, I wouldn't be in business. I wouldn't have a private practice had I not networked because if I had tried to open my practice a year earlier than I actually did, I probably would have not been successful. But because of the company that you and I worked at shutting down, I had built relationships and had built a network with the, you know, the probation department in the city of Dallas. And so I was able to, you know, move those relationships and those, you know, network, that network over to my private practice. And that's what helped me be successful and and kind of thrive. So it's very, very important to work on you know, your networking skills and building. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I know that when I I worked for a, a school that trained people to become counselors, that's how you and I met. And because we did monthly workshops where people from all over Texas and a lot from just like the Dallas Fort Worth area, but some people came from all over to take those workshops because we provided the education people needed to renew their license. I learn I, I met so many people that way mm-hmm. and I learned about like our professional association and from that I got involved in the professional association I helped I helped host a conference which gave me then national exposure to people in in national positions and in national associations I got to meet some celebrities real celebrities like actors that are in recovery and and authors and and neat neat experiences like that I got to travel because of that I got to speak to people I would have never been able to speak to because of that association and those relationships that I completed and to be I mean created and to be honest some of the people I think I, I have felt closest to as friends 
are in the field that I met because of those connections. And mm -hmm. so I think it can give you even more than just like a leg up in a profession. To me, it, it uh, preserved my sanity and my peace of mind on many occasions. And just, uh, you know, like for me having just being in private practice and not having coworkers or, you know, an office full of people to bounce ideas off of or to just kind of get away and chat like networking to me has been kind of a, a good resource and a good tool to kind of have that, you know, instead of, you know, kind of in place of. So it's it's never going to be a bad thing building your network. And I think it's crucial in our private life as well as our professional life. So just, you know, practicing some of these things creating things if they don't exist. It's all very important. Absolutely. Great information. Well, this has been a short and sweet episode, but hopefully it's been stocked full of great information. And as always, don't forget that knowledge leads to a life lived better. Thank you for listening to Life Lived Better with Paula and Joseph.